The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and your Texans keep talking and saying nothing. Hey, what the hell? Let's have some fun. It's a Friday, Friday on the Blitz. Diabolical. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying. Partying, partying. Fun, 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 fun. Looking forward to the weekend. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Friday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon. A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart. Aaron Raybould, the Voldemort. You want to get in today? 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. can text the show. You know the number for that. It's Friday, Friday. Let's have some fun. Actually brought some beer out there for us to try. Oh, hey now. Yeah, the uh, Guinness Barrel Aged. Okay. So uh, have you had that yet? I've not. Okay. So uh, one for you, one for me, one for uh, Aaron, one for Tyler. Team Alkies. There you go. Tabner Hoffman. Sports and stuff, man. It's a happy Friday, Friday. Uh, been, you know, working all day, but with one eye up on the TV in my office watching some hoops. Still lots of action today. Yeah. I, uh, it, you know what's the worst when like, I had Purdue today? Purdue my, or Purdue plus one. They were down 18 points in the first half, and I was like, well, this was stupid. They came all the way back and it went to overtime. I saw that. Yeah, and then they friend, lost by like eight. So I had a friend who bet them at uh, at Pickham as well. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that for not. So I was like, oh yeah, let's go, let's go. And then they just died on the vine in overtime. So one of those days, but it's all good, man. It's yeah. all good because it's finally Friday. Yeah, I went over two on hockey last night. Ended what? My, ended my wonderful streak. Painful. So uh, yeah, you know it happens. But yeah, it's Friday, Friday. We're going to have some fun today. And uh, I was listening to uh, the competition because they had your buddy Nick on. Oh, really? For like a 15-minute interview. Damn. What they ask Nick? Any uh, you know hard-hitting questions? Or did they just uh, say, hey, man, let me tell you what. I think you do a damn good job, bub. It was uh, actually, it was, it was Sean and Seth. And I thought they, oh, had, okay, okay. I thought they asked some good questions. Uh, they deliberately didn't ask about Jesus Easterby. They didn't ask him about what his favorite color fish was? Uh, no. No, they didn't One ask One fish, that. two fish, red I mean, fish, blue fish. Which I, I get their explanation for that. It's like, well, I know what answer I'm going to get. But you still have to get the question out yeah. there. You still have to do it. And uh, and so, well, we only had 15 minutes. And uh, so instead, you let him drone on on your Deshaun Watson answer about stuff that has nothing to do about Deshaun Watson for like five minutes. So, uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, I, I thought... Other than that, they did a really good job with it, but the guy didn't answer anything. I mean, it's the the one the one thing I took out of it was he did say when looking at free agency, they're going to be looking at a lot of the second tier guys, which is kind of what you expect, right? 
Um, they should be looking at the third tier guys this year. Uh, yeah, and signing them to one or two year contracts. And that's kind of what they're doing, and that makes sense. But I mean, it, it kind of came out so, well because uh, he was talking about yeah the the big ticket guys with the salary cap the way it is are still going to get their money. Yeah. So you want to look for guys where, who might not be able to get those kind of dollars, and that that to me was the one thing you could take out of it, it was okay philosophically this makes a lot of sense. Otherwise, it was just a lot of dodging and nonsense and. You know, I, I, yeah, I don't know that that guy's as smart either, especially after listening to their knucklehead coach yesterday, who they just hung out to dry. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not blaming him for everything, but it's kind of like, man, there is nothing that's happened over the last two days that convinces me this isn't the dumbest organization of all in all sports. Well, uh, I, I think it's. Gonna, I, I don't think they'll be able to convince you anything other than that. Until the season starts, and then they—I mean—until they can find some success on the field, you're just going to continue to think that. Well, because I mean, we're going to doubt every move that they make, and rightfully so. They've earned that reputation for I mean, us to I doubt it if, until they prove it. I think if they make a really good Deshaun Watson deal, that might change my mind. Okay, uh, but it's going to have to be really good, and it's going to have to be uh, something I look at and say, "Okay, this makes sense—not just long term, but short term." You're going to. Uh, this is how you you reset things, and and good job getting the the biggest haul in the history of the NFL, which is what it should be. Yeah, and if you don't do that, then yeah, I'm just gonna, you know. So so today I have to take. Beaumont Todd asked, did he lose any points on the scale today? Yes, I have to take a half point off. He's back down to one. So uh, I almost took a full point, but you know, it, it's he didn't do anything. He just didn't answer anything. Well, but is that on him or is that on no, that's the on, hosts? No, that's on him. I mean, I, like I said, I, I don't. I think they did a good job of asking the questions that people wanted to hear. He just didn't answer them. He just didn't answer them. And, and, and you know, you could have followed up a little bit. Like uh, the Deshaun Watson thing when he uh, asked if Deshaun Watson wanted to be traded, which is a good question. He ducked it and basically turned it into roster building. And that's where I would have come back with a second question. He's like, but yeah. But we but. also have to be fair. And I heard a late hits last night. Uh, Patrick Creighton was talking about David Cully and basically saying that now he's just straight up lying and he's angry about him lying about the Deshaun thing. Like, you also have to understand there's a company line to be towed. Oh, absolutely. There's some things that you just can't say. Even if they are true and we all know they're true, you as the, as the coach or the GM or whoever, while you're involved in this standoff, you, you just can't say it. But why do you say one thing on a different forum and then answer different? And so, yeah, the guy's either straight up lying or he's just dumb or both. I mean, there's no question. And uh, I get that, but I also get you have to do that. I mean, that is, I mean, that is the company line, basically. And I'm sure somebody got to him when they heard the other thing and said, hey, you can't say that. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and so they've obviously rehearsed very much. With, and that's why these, these interviews are pretty meaningless. You're not going to get any information out of them. Uh, and so, I mean, I'm not going to beat him up too much for not asking the Easterby question because I'm sure they're right. They would have gotten a stock answer because that's what they got to everything else. And, you know, the only thing is I, I think there were a couple places you could have followed up with, well, that's not what I asked. Right. You know, and, and I mean, cause the whole point is, well, any discussions are internal. Okay. I get that, you know, just, uh, or just flat out say, listen, I can't address that right now. I'd be happy to, I'll be happy to talk to you about when I can address it. Because there's no denying in there, but there's also no answer, and that's and that happens. So, uh, 
<laughs> Grizzle says, Fred, I think a Nick scale on a dry erase board for visual aids would be great. That's not a bad idea. Get like a little portable one, put it here, and then every day we just, you know, every day something happens, we change the score Yeah, for the people. I think I, I'm, I may do that this weekend. I'll see if I can find one. <laughs> You know. A running tally. Yeah, yeah. So we know we know where he stands. And we could put other people on there too. Like I, I think right what now What about ourselves? Uh well, we're tens. We don't need to worry oh, about okay. that. But like well, we could rate Aaron. <laughs> I mean Aaron's up there. Keep him in line. Yeah, but like every right, every now and then he has a little mistake and we gotta drop the score just a little bit. But then every now and then he comes up with something really useful and clever, and I'm like, Okay, that's a point. What happened to your Deshaun Watson picture? Oh, it's in my office. Do I need to go get it? Uh, yeah, I'll get it during the break. I forgot it today. <laughs> He's got to be there to watch over I've been, us. I've been, I've been, uh, in the zone on these hoops. I mean, yeah, I can, I can imagine. This is, this is like when I'm, you know, I mean, this is like my Saturday horse racing. I've you got, got, yeah, I've got 15 seconds left in a swack semifinal. I oh, mean, I, you guys, Texas Southern down by one. That's right. I've got Jackson State money lined plus one twenty five. <laughs> so let's, I mean, let's get serious here for a minute, boys. <laughs> Can't worry about my Deshaun photo when I've got Swaction to worry about. This is a good idea. Could you make the Nick scale a line graph like they have four stocks to see the history? Yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Uh, yeah. We're gonna. I, I'm. I'll. I'll see what I can do this weekend. I may have to order it on Amazon, but I'll get a little bored and we'll keep track of him. We'll keep track of David Cully, which is easy right now. He's a zero. I mean, he's done nothing to get off the zero. Um, Cal and Easterby also on the zeros, so those are easy. But I think Casario is going to be making moves, so he he could go up, he could go down. Somebody else says, as a pastor who loves sports, the church would like to officially announce that we have given the outright release to Jesus Easter. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You're probably a good pastor who actually takes care of his parishioners and doesn't try to bilk them out of a bunch of money like Jack Easterby does. So Brian, uh, an- AJ betting against Texas Southern, another example of him hating Houston teams. Uh, no, I, I, that doesn't even count. And when it's gambling, it definitely doesn't count. <laughs> gambling, well, I, I mean, I, I bet against UH sometime, and you sometimes know how, you got to. You, you know how much I love that team. Like that, that there's always a, there's sometimes there's a, a situation where I'm like, you know what, I don't like them here. I'm going to bet against them. Uh, I don't think tonight is the night, even with 18 points, but I wouldn't give 18 points simply because we talk about this all the time. There, there's so many ways you can backdoor an 18-point oh, yeah. spread. So, And Tulane's been feisty anyway. Yeah, yeah. Tulane's gritty. Uh, I, I, I mean, I think it's probably going to be 15 or 16 points, and you get to that, there'll be some late three-pointer to cover. So, Wichita almost blew it today. They did. That would have been the end of their tournament hopes Were for you sure. On no, I was not. I, I I was going I know to be. You guys talked about that game a little bit yesterday. We so talked about it, and uh, it was it was projected nine is what I pro- is what Kim Palm projected it, and then when the line came out, it got bet up before I could even get there. It got bet up to eleven and a half, and I was like, "Nah, I'm good." And thank goodness they almost lost outright. Uh, and, and if they would have lost that game, that they, they, like we could have been looking at a, a one bid league. I mean, depending yeah. on if, if UH or Memphis wins the, the tournament. If Memphis wins a tournament, it's a two-bid league. Or if Wichita wins a tournament. But if Wichita would have lost, that would I mean, it would have put them in a bad spot. Yeah, and, and I think Memphis can still... I mean, because they've had a really good second half of the season. And depending on how much the committee looks at that, they might be able to sneak in. But they're going to have to get to at least... They're going to have to beat UH, I think. Uh, that might get them there. But that'll be the semifinal. Yeah, but Wichita. Yeah, you, they they've got to. 
especially on that end of the bracket, they better make it to the final. Yeah, Memphis, they don't, they, I mean, they're waiting on a quality win. Their best win this season is SMU. So last I saw SMU was losing to Cincinnati today and and they split with SMU. So they're, they don't have a great, uh, they don't, they don't have a great resume. They had a bad stretch where they lost a bunch of games and there would have been a couple in there that might've helped them, but they lost two games to Tulsa. Like, yeah. yeah. And Tulsa's, eh, I mean, the, the, the UH win could have done them a lot of good. All right, let's take a quick break. Plenty to get to. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is the Blitz. Oh, that sounds great. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Mother Bleeping Blitz. Happy Friday, Friday, people. Hope you're having a good one. Got to listen to little Freddie D on the way in. Did a good job. Nice to hear him back on the air. Um, tonight, you'll get uh, Patrick Creighton with some late hits. So... Lots of good stuff on here, and AJ will be out Monday and Tuesday, college basketballing, and uh, Jermaine Every will be filling in for two days. So, so someone asked on Twitch during the break about uh, the COVID. If you like, if you were to get to the, the conference finals or whatever, and and have the COVID, well, what's starting to happen now, and it happened t- today to two teams that are tournament teams. It happened to Duke, and no one really cared because Duke wasn't going to make the tournament, and everybody hates Duke. So, yep. Go die, Duke. But today, Virginia and Kansas both tested positive. Both had positive tests. So both had to forfeit their games. Uh, Virginia uh, in the ACC and Kansas in the Big 12. So Texas and Georgia Tech both got free passes to the uh, the conference championship games. Here's where it gets iffy because both those teams are in. Both those teams are solidly yeah, damn in. near bet Georgia Tech to win the ACC too. I chickened out. Would have been a smart move at this point. You get a free, yeah, you get a free roll. Uh, but you, what you have to do to get into the bubble in Indianapolis is you have to have seven consecutive days where you test negative. So Kansas and Virginia, they already may be showing up one player short as it is because the games start when Friday. Yeah. Uh, so the, you you're not going to have seven consecutive days of negatives because day one is already like day one's not till tomorrow. Right, you could have a, a negative there. So, well, I, but, wonder, I wonder if they take that into account scheduling wise. Like, I'm, make I'm that, sure they will make that like the Saturday. They'll probably game put or them on after. Saturday. But I also will say that now Kansas and Virginia they have to test all of their players, all of their all of their staff has to be tested again today. And make sure and make sure that they don't have any uh, positives, and because all of them have to have seven consecutive days too, if because of the contact tracing, if one of them tests a neg, uh, test positive, 
then the whole thing, like that that part of the whoever's in that contact tracing has to reset their their count. Right. So it could be ugly. And we don't obviously we don't know which players uh, for Virginia and, and Kansas tested positive because it's it's a big giant secret. Uh, we we won't know until their first game, and then we'll we'll be able to have a good guess. But yeah, when two guys don't show up on the floor, right. we could probably say, ah, you know Whoa. what? I bet it was those two. That's odd. But yeah, it, it's so anybody, especially after today, if you have a positive test, your your NCAA futures are in real danger because you will not be allowed into the bubble. That's why I kind of like what UH did, what Baylor did. The whole team got it. Yeah. So you feel pretty good about if your school's like that. Uh, Memphis, we were talking about earlier, they went through a stretch. Now, Aggie, maybe, Aggie maybe, did it, but it didn't work out for them. Yeah, they tried. I mean, it was a smart thing to do. <laughs> just, just, they just uh, forgot the whole get into the tournament. Part. Maybe they'll be one of those 16 teams in I, the NIT. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's uh, that's certainly something that's also going to factor in not just the tournament, but for those of you who like to wager on it. Yeah, uh, that's going to be important. But I, my hope is it won't impact things too much. But you're talking about a team like Kansas. I mean, I don't think they can win the thing, but that's a that's a high seed. That's a team that's going to win some games. Um, you know, if it's one of these barely in eleven seeds, okay, you know that's unfortunate. But all right, but you don't want a team that that conceivably be at least a sweet 16 team to yeah because no, that that impacts everything because a team that can get that far might upset somebody ahead of them yeah and might make a run and and that to me would suck but uh 713-780-ESPN a couple things from twitter that we're talking about greg the beer man says i wouldn't trade watson 22 million dollar cap hit and losing the 27 million is huge i you would have to eat that for one year basically and it would be worth it because it's not like you're going to be competitive. It's not like you need that 22 million and you know, the 27, I, I don't care about their, their cash. That's, that's a different animal. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that you could look at, Oh wow, we lost all this money. It's yeah, you're still doing okay. Although, I mean, did you see the numbers that sports leagues have lost in the last year? It's pretty staggering. Now there's a difference between lost money and money you didn't make that you were expecting to make. And that's kind of what this is. But almost everybody took a loss last year. Which, oh, yeah. And, I mean, we're talking billions when you add them all together. And none of that's surprising. But um, that's why we kind of need to get this crap over with so teams can start overspending on free agents again. That's that's where we need to be. Yep. So, 713 780 ESPN Pappy, Pappy asking, so what's up with the happy hour parties on Fridays? Did y'all quit, you losers? Uh, this is for you, sir. Yeah. No, we're not actually doing happy hour right now because... Because everybody got COVID. Yeah, and so we didn't want to have 10 people in the room spreading COVID around again. But we're getting near the end of that. We're getting to a point where everybody's had it here pretty much that, that participates, and we're getting to where people are getting vaccinated. So sometime soon... Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll put an over under on it. I think by May first, we might have happy hour back. I'm gonna set May first as the day. All right. Well, not the day. That's the over under. I don't know what the Friday is that week. I'm just I'm just saying. I think by May we'll be able to do it again. And um, 
Yeah, I, a lot of people asking. I, I don't have any hockey plays tonight. I'm, I'm licking my wounds after last night um, where I wasn't close on either one. That's never a good sign. Never a good sign, but uh, I'll, I'll probably have some this weekend, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, and then somebody asked, seeing how the Rockets are abysmal, what are the odds Tillman sells a team within 10 years if the losing continues? I don't think Tillman – yeah, and, and I know everybody wants to get rid of owners – Tillman waited a long time to own that team. And, yeah, they're tearing it down now. But I, I can't see him. I mean, the value is not what it was. Right. Let's be honest. He's not going to get what he paid for it. So I think if you're one of those people who hopes Tillman sells the team, just like if you're one of those people who hopes Cal is no longer in charge of the Texans, sorry. It's I not think you're going to be waiting a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, let's – uh. Squeeze in a call from Logan. What's up, Logan? Yeah, I was calling. Um, I saw Forrest Whitley's out with Tommy John. So my question is, do they hunt for a free agent now? And if so, who? Or do they just pull up someone from the minor league? Well, I mean, Forrest Whitley didn't play. He didn't throw a pitch for him last year. So I don't think it. I don't think they were counting on him. And if they were, they're idiots. Yeah. Can we just say he doesn't exist? But he, I, and, and it's official. He's a bust. Let's forget Forrest Whitley. Pretend he never existed. And they, I, did, they did sign um, the Odorizzi signing. Is, yeah. that's that's a positive. Yeah, it's him. a good signing. He uh, he's a solid starter. Uh, that's a guy who will be in the majors. And you know, I mean, I think you should be happy with that because look, they're not. This isn't the Astros from 2018 where they're going to go out and sign every, get every superstar that's out there and try to make another run. They're going to have to do it this way. And uh, you know, and, and that's with not spending money. Now, maybe that changes as the season goes on and we get closer to the trade deadline as more people are in the stands. But, you know, I, I do think that it's uh, – um, I like the moves they made. But, you know, that does, does that mean they're a, a World Series contender? As of today, I, I certainly wouldn't put them in the top three. No. and I But I do think – they have enough talent to have a very good season, make the playoffs, and maybe tweak the roster as they go. But I'll be curious to see because James Click really hasn't had done anything in season because last year you really couldn't. When we get to the trade deadline, if this team's really good, I'll be curious to see what he does. Because you always knew Jeff Luno was going to be out there battling and try to get you a player. Yep. And we'll find out. 713 780 ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. And uh, Rick Starr says Whitley's the new appell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, bust. Yep. Boom. And it happens. Yeah. That, that, but that's why I always say don't don't get yourself attached to these high draft picks in baseball because <laughs> I mean, it's literally a coin flip if they're ever going to amount to anything. And some work out, some don't. And, uh you know, especially pitching prospects, man, you're asking a lot because you're not only asking them to develop, uh, but you're also asking them not to have Tommy John surgery. Yep. So, somebody says Stroh's payroll is approximately $200 million, quote, not spending. No, they're not going to spend over the luxury tax. That They've been pretty clear about that. So, they're not going to go out and sign somebody for 30 And there's nobody out there right now that's worth that, by the way. Because keep in mind, you know, they've got... Thirty million of what they're spending is 30, Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander is not even sideline. Yeah. yeah, so your your big chunk of your two hundred million that you're bragging about isn't going to play this year. So no, they're not going to go out and and t- 
take on another big contract, I don't think. And they, they're paying. Now, next year may be different, but we'll see. 713-780-ESPN. What's going on with Texas Southern now? Texas Southern up one. They just hit a three. Uh-oh. There's 5.8 seconds left. Okay. Well, you know what? I've seen a lot happen in 5.8 seconds. I have last too. Sunday. So. I'm, not, I'm not feeling good about this, though. But that's all right. It's all right. I've got myself a, a, a little cushion. I, I, I won a couple games early in the day, including Western Kentucky. Nice. And I, I won with Tennessee. I, I, I pulled the trigger, minus four, and they got her done for me, baby. Look at you betting Tennessee. Yep. Good for you sticking with your guns. I got a feeling I'm going to regret taking the money line on this instead of taking points with Jackson State. Mm. I I think it's going to be one of those days, but that's all right. We'll we'll see what happens. All right. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. So I was telling the Twitchers, there's two games I was looking at, and I, I they're not official hockey plays tonight, but I still have one more thing to run, which I'll do after the show because they're late games. But as of now, the lean would be over on Ottawa-Edmonton. It's six and a half. That's a big number, which scares me. But so far, everything says right about that. So right about that number. And then I'd lean under on the Sharks-Ducks. But uh, I have not finalized all my handicapping on that. But if you're just looking for something to play and you're not throwing much money in. uh, But I I may or may not play those. i got to go home and run some more numbers after the show. Uh, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. And apparently there was, uh, I've missed it, but there's some video with boobs flopping out. I don't know what's going on with that. That's where, where, uh, they were talking about it on Twitch as a potential gym of the day that a Texas woman running up to house to steal a package while her boobs were, Oh, you did. Cool. Yeah. That was in your email today. Ah, I'm a little behind on email. It's been a, a very busy day again. Porch Pirate made national headlines because she was wearing a tank top, doesn't look like a bra, and then all of a sudden, as you're running, apparently when you have breastuses, uh, if you're running fast enough, they'll just fly out. Nice. And the ring doorbell caught it all. Nice. Can we not call them Porch Pirates? Because here's here's the thing. Pirates are cool. No, pirates are bad. No, they're bad, but they're kind of cool, right? You know, they're swashbuckling. They got swords. And, you know, they they actually have to do some work. They have to take over your ship to steal your stuff. James Hetfield would disagree. Uh, well, I don't care. You know, he can he can go sing about pirates all he wants. But it, it, it's... Wait, to, there's no uh, there's no video with this thing? There's blurred out video, I think, on uh, well, uh, KHOU's website. But I have not do? found the actual well, unedited version I don't want to see blurred out. 
Well, hopefully the list the uh, the person who owns that ring doorbell camera is a blitzer, and they'll send it to you. And no, these these are those aren't pirates. Porch pirates are not pirates. Uh, people who pirate films and stuff and music, you're not pirates. You're thieves. You want to be a pirate? You got to dress up. You got to talk funny. You have to you know you have to be on a boat and you have to have a sword. That's a pirate. That's like the Pittsburgh Pirates. Their logo does does it have a sword? I don't think so. It has a pirate though, right? Yeah, I, I think it does have a sword. Oh, maybe. I but, think the P. Yeah. What about the Raiders? They have a sword. What about the Buccaneers? They have a sword. All right. So quit calling them porch pirates. Quit calling uh saying oh it's music piracy. Those are not pirates. Those are scumbag thieves. They're low lives. They have to put no effort into the it. Pirates just have bats and an eye patch. Yeah, but it's kind of like swords. And, yeah. No, those are baseball bats. Yeah, they, it's but different. Like, like swords. No, it's, it's oh, they're swords. Uh, mm, okay. <laughs> and poor Marine says porch thieves, except they're not really stealing porches. And it's not always a porch, by the way. Sometimes the package is sitting in your yard. So I think the whole porch pirate thing, I, I object to the use of that term. And uh, I ask that we come up with something else. You're a newsman. You know, when you're doing a broadcast, the alliteration sells. So you got to come up with something that's got alliteration that gets the point across. Well, come up with something else. Be more clever. You're the one who doesn't like it. So you need to come up with a replacement. No, no, I'm just saying I'm not using it. And and I think those of you who use it are are using it inaccurately. So, I, I mean, if you want me to come up with something alliterative over a bunch of scumbag thieves, they don't deserve it. I'm not going to go out of my way for them. I'll go out of my way for, for good people, for awesome people. Uh, did you read this story today about the the guy who stole a 400-pound slide from a, oh, a, from a playground? <laughs> I did. Uh, so he, he stole the slide from a playground and mounted it to his kid's bunk bed in his mobile home. He... They were there, they were there investigating that he like they were looking for catalytic converters. They thought he was stealing car parts, and while looking for it, well, they just happened to run into the slide attached to his kid's bed. So, and ironically, they also found the catalytic converters. So he he's not a not a very good criminal, uh, but probably was making meth there too. I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, it had been sawed off at the top and repainted. So it used to be green. Now it's blue. So yeah. that's nice. Yes. They, I mean, yes. pretty much has it figured out. Um, but yeah, not not a uh, not a good move. Not a good move. Did you see um, this? That gambler pleads guilty to threatening raise players. Did you see that no. story? A sports gambler faces up to five years in federal prison for threatening social media messages sent to players with the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay, Benjamin Tucker Pats. 24 years old of California, pled guilty Wednesday in Tampa Federal Court to transmitting threats in interstate or foreign commerce, according to court records. He was initially charged last year. He'd made numerous violent threats in 2019 against athletes and their family members through anonymous Instagram accounts. You might want to send your threats to Kevin Cash. if you're. Uh, yeah, well, that I, I, I kind of thought about some of the things you said about Kevin Cash, and it's like, but it says some of Pat's threats also contain derogatory terms and racial slurs. Ooh, not good. One of the messages said your family will be beheaded. Shame. I was speaking of racial slurs. I was reading. I like how we've just got this hodgepodge of stories that we're going through now. 
I was reading about uh, a guy in Oklahoma who was doing the high school girls basketball championships. And the girls from Norman took a knee during the national anthem. He dropped the NHH on them. Uh, he he says uh, no no he he just went old school. Uh, he said, "Did they take a knee? I hope Norman gets their asses kicked." Bleeping in words. Oh, and it was on a hot mic. Oh, whoops! Oh, that. oh, not good. So not good. How do you how do you uh, spin that one? Uh, I think you just, that's one where you just take your medicine. You're fired, Bubba. Yeah, no way around that. Lair on Twitter has it. We're going to call them box bandits from now on. But see, I like bandits. I like bandits more than pirates. Box burglars? I do love the word burgle. Uh, But it makes me think of hamburglar. Yeah, it does. And it's hard to hate hamburglar. But that's a happy thought, isn't it? Yeah, I don't want a happy thought. But I mean, that's, I I think you're in the, you're on the right path there. With the box, but you know, bandit is kind of cool. There were football teams named bandits, as I recall. I had a dog named Bandit. Well, see, you can't be mad at a dog. But you're close. Let's let's, let's keep going with this. Right. I, I think you guys will find something. How about or, box stealing bitches? I yeah, but can you imagine uh, like Joel's wife, Joel's on wife the news? on TV saying? And some box stealing bitches came through in Sugarland today and stole boxes. Well, here's these the funny bitches part. need to be caught. You abbreviated as BSB, which to people my age stands for Backstreet Boys. Uh, all right. Well, that works. That only like works it. though if they steal it from the back of your home, <laughs> the back porch yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I, I'm I, I'm sure we can come up with something here. And just call them scumbags. Yeah, that's easy, but that scumbag is too descriptive of too many things. Scumbag can be a person who reclines on their on an airplane. Scumbag can be uh, a box thief. Scumbag could be um, any any number of drivers in Houston. Which, by the way, they're all back. Yeah, all the horrible drivers. Yep. So. The COVID did not clean out the bad drivers here. But this is porch goblins. See, goblins are kind of cool, too. I don't like goblins. I do. Green goblin, especially. Like, he's probably my least favorite goblin. <laughs> oh, no, he's my favorite. <laughs> but I like bad guys. We know that. Uh, 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Uh, XB says back. Porch boys means something completely different. It, it, well, it yeah. might. But I think that's the back door boys. Uh, is it? It could be back porch, back door. And if we're getting back to the traffic, if we're getting rear-ended here, and that's... Um, but we'll find something. Uh, 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Um, when we come back next segment, I... I I don't want to get into this too much because everybody knows how we feel about airplane seat recliners. Yes. How about this is probably the first time I've actually seen an airline address it about what the right thing to do is. And I, I like the answer. It's a, it's, you know me, I like, I like compromise. I like people to be able to have a disagreement 
you know, state their side and then try to find common ground. This airline kind of did that. Okay. How's that for a tease? That's that a good tease. Good? good radio tease. Just, I'm working on that. If I'm ever going to work at 610, I better be good at that. So, <laughs> all right, quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 925. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. All right, we'll, uh, we'll get back to your porch thieve names. But I tease this, so I'm going to deliver on the tease. That's the second half I've learned of teasing. You tease something, but then you have to deliver on it, right? So here we go. Uh, There was an incident on Delta Airlines where a lady reclined on a guy who was six foot eight and he basically started punching her seat and she records it. And, you know, so the whole question, who's right, who's wrong? Well, Delta's CEO actually addressed this. All right. Saying passengers are allowed to recline but should ask their neighbor before doing so. You know what? To me, that's a fair compromise. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not one of those never reclined Nazis. I'm one of those, you know what? If you ask me, then I'll say, well, it's going to be a little tight. Why don't you come back a little bit? Let's see if that works. I, I'm willing to make that compromise. I just want them to start making planes that don't recline unless you're in first class. Well, that's okay, too. That's spirit. That's how it should work. That's Spirit Airlines. All of their planes don't don't recline. That's the one thing they do right. Charging four dollars for a bottle of water, maybe not right, but they they do that right. Like, I don't want to get into this whole thing again, but like, just make all the, the make them all the same. If you want to recline, you pay to sit in first class. Boom, there you go. By the way, when you lean back, that like three inches or whatever it is, it's never comfortable. It's never comfortable. Like somehow going like that is like, oh, na- that's relaxing right there. That hits. Uh, it, this is just like my bed at home. Stop it. It's not. It's still not comfortable. And now all you're doing is screwing the person behind you over. I. Uh, but you know what? I'm okay with that. If you ask me, I probably could say, yeah, go ahead and come back a little bit. There's a little room there. And. If you don't and you just do it, yeah, I'm going to stick my knees in the back and I'm going to fight back. I always do. I stick my knees in the back and then I sh- like you, I constantly kind of oh, you do the leg. The I leg do the leg thing. shake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, see, if you at least ask me, nine times out of ten, I'll be flying with my wife, so I'll just look at her and go, "Hey, can we switch seats so they can recline on you because you're shorter?" Yeah, and she would be like, "Yeah, okay, I don't care." But that's the thing is, you have to have the courtesy to ask and be a decent human being. I don't know, man. I, uh, I, I, I would just be okay because to me, 
it's all about being courteous to somebody else, right? That asking me is being courteous because if I do say no and you don't do it, okay. I still appreciate you asking me. Yeah. And like if if you're already right on top of me and and I'm saying, look, man, I'm sorry. I'm just tall and fat. There's no room here. But I appreciate you asking. And if you do come back, then then I'll jab my knees into your back. I'm trying to find a nice way to compromise, man. I'm trying to find a way for us to come together on things instead of always just, you know, because this it's really becoming a war between those of us who are good, decent human beings and scumbags who recline. And, you know, I, I get it. I'm just trying to find, you know, I just want us You're to get along. to find the balance. Exactly. And, and Robert says, to be fair, most people under 5'10 don't realize it's rude. That is true. A lot of people don't realize it until, because they never think about it. They just think, oh, well, I'm just going to lean back. And, you know, you do your best to let people know, hey, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah. And a lot of people, once they figure that out, they change. And... You know, it's like Rocky Four. If you can change and I can can change, maybe we can all change. Except you got to do it in beat up, bad Stallone voice. Uh, let's get Isaac on. What's up, Isaac? Hey, what's going on? Sports. Sports to you. No, calling real quick about the the French party thing. I had, I had a few. Let's see. You know, Thank um, you, Bandits, Charles Burglar, Ranch. And that's all so far. All right. I think those might be trademarked. Sticky Bandits for sure might be trademarked by the mm. Home Alone guys. Yeah. Um, Flea says we need to Morello Nugent any and all points of conflict resolution. I agree. I, I mean, if they can work it out, then yeah. we can all work it out. Yeah, except then people rip Morello for daring to be friends with Ted Nugent. They talk about his white privilege. <laughs> That was so good. Yeah. Just people are stupid. <laughs> so. Um, package poachers isn't bad. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. But I, I, you know, I, but I think with stuff like this, and hey, I can be a jerk about people reclining. I, I, I've long been anti-recliner, and yes, I've put them in the same category as child molesters and murderers. <laughs> It seems and, and, yeah. a little overkill, but yeah. so I, I'm I'm extending an olive branch here, and just say if you just ask me, I'll I'll compromise with you. Of course, I'll probably never fly again the way things are going, and if I do, I'm going to fly first, so it's not going to come up. But just in case it does, because so, sometimes some of those little flights I have to take to Canada, yeah, they, they don't have first class. You, you don't you just have to get what you get. That's the flights. Like if you go when we fly into Redmond, Oregon, there's no like you're flying all the all the seats are the same. Like either from L.A. or San Francisco, it's this it's the same seats. Do they do they ever have uh, propeller planes? They're not that small. Uh, well, I mean that there's actually the propeller planes that I fly in Canada are big. Okay, but they're still propeller planes, and it's, no, it's these, just very weird. No, these are not propeller planes. I would I don't know if I'd be comfortable with a propeller plane. The first time I was a little nervous, just because I'm like, well, I mean, I. Why can't you afford a small jet, people? It was Air Canada, uh, and it was okay. I mean, it, it, it. And now, now I've probably flown those about eight or eight or nine times, from like Calgary to Saskatoon, and they're just yeah, they're double engine planes, and they're but they're all, all the seats are the same. It's it's just like a small jet. Let's uh, try Jeremiah. What's up, Jeremiah? 
Hey, guys, I want to start off with saying y'all are the best show on radio. Ain't, ain't nobody around that, that does what y'all do. Thanks, man. You're the uh, best listener. I have a trip. All right, thank you. I got a trip coming up in April. I've never been on a plane. What? So what my question is, I've been to a couple of Texans games, and I'm a, a bigger dude, but sitting in the seats at the Texans games is horrible for me. Is that something that you would compare to an airplane as far as, which one you'd rather sit in for three hours? Well, first thought, what what uh, what airline? Oh, it's gonna be Spirit. Oh, oh yeah, oh. you're gonna be miserable, dude. Yeah, uh, there's no way around it. Yeah. yeah, and I also I feel I feel bad for you that you've never flown before, and the very first time you fly is on Spirit because that's just gonna ruin flying. Well, for you altogether. it depends. How big are you? Um, about six foot two fifty two sixty. Uh, if you're six foot, you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. So m- I flew Spirit more recently than y'all two did. I was fine on my flight. I I didn't have any issues with space or anything like that, and the flight itself was fine. And I just knew I wasn't going to spend money. I spent money in the airport bar before we left, and I it the buzz held me over till we landed, and then went to breweries as soon as we got there. So yeah, I mean, at at that side, you should be fine. Now I I don't know about the widths of the seats on Spirit. Yeah. That's that's the problem, but um, you'll be fine. And you, first time flying, what what you'll discover is it really isn't nearly as scary as you think it's going to be the first time you get in an airplane. It's just basically, you know, once you take off, unless you run into some turbulence, and even then it's not really scary because turbulence can't kill you. Uh, it's just, you know, it's like being in a tube for three hours. Yeah, that's all it is, and it's it's really safe too. So enjoy it, enjoy the trip. All right, one more, Jeff. Hey, gents, thanks for the thanks for having me. Uh, You know, I I I just feel like if you buy the seat, man, I I, you should be able to recline. Come on. Well, I mean, what my seat? If you buy, I I get to recline. Right. Yeah, I bought I bought a seat, and now you're reclining into my space. Well, it's, sorry, it's just you a, have it's, knees. it's a common courtesy I, I mean, thing. Like, come on. Does, does reclining make you feel good? Does it make you relax? And see, this did is, we lose him? Apparently, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've heard that argument a thousand times. Jeff, I bought and, the seat. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no disrespect. You didn't buy the space behind you. Uh, His yeah. point was that if they recline theirs in front of you, you should just recline yours, and that'll fix everything. It doesn't, it doesn't fix everything. It just makes it worse. I get literally no joy from reclining my seat on an airplane. That, that's why I've never understood why people do it, because it, it doesn't feel good. It's not like and, it's like, and, and, oh, this is amazing. But you know what? If you at least ask me before you do it, then I won't shove my knees into your back. How's that? I'll still hate uh, you. Yeah, I mean, I still think you're a turd and a horrible human <laughs> being and probably a pedophile, but I'm not going to... You know, I mean, I at least so th- I'm trying to compromise with you, Jeff, with all of you scumbag recliners. Look, we all know you're evil. This, there's very few things in life where there's a clear good and a clear evil. I mean, let's be honest, right? It, it there was Hitler. Guess what? Evil. Yeah, no, not real gray area yeah, on that. Seat one. recliners, evil. The rest of us, good. So listen, I'm trying to reach out an olive branch here to you guys because the Delta CEO said it. I'm willing to try. I'm willing to give it a chance that maybe we can coexist, that maybe you guys won't commit genocide, that maybe we can all be friends. But I'm going to move my seat back because I bought it. Okay, you're evil. 
Sorry. There's no way around it. And, you know, I hope uh, I hope the police don't show up and find all the stuff on your computer. <laughs> all right. I got to tell you guys about Carbach. If you are looking for a great place to go have a nice meal this weekend, Carbach's a great spot for it. Uh, they do brunch. Uh, they're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner, but on Sunday they do a little brunch. It's really nice. And your lady will be happy because w- women love when you take them to brunch. Uh, but you don't have to tell her you're going to lo- you're going to brunch at a brewery, so you can take her to brunch. You can have a meal and all that stuff, and you can just drink beer, and then everybody can be happy. And maybe she'll say, "I thought you were taking me to brunch. What are we doing at a brewery?" And you can say, "Honey, listen, we're having brunch. They've got great food here, and they do have great food. And you can have your little brunchy brunch. You can have some French toast or whatever you're going to do, and I can have some brews because I have to deal with being." in a relationship with a girl who obsesses about brunch. So it's a great place to do that. Uh, Tons of beer on the wall, including some beer you won't be able to find anywhere else. And now the ranch water you can find there at Carbach as well. Uh, Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook to see what the latest going on is. And when you're out and about this weekend, pick yourself up some Carbach. Gotta cherish the present. I'm drinking water and wearing protection. Got a career and I'm very invested. Some people call it a scary obsession. I like the ESPN 97.5.